Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about why we don't shit where we eat. I also bring up why I hate hot chicks again. And I finish it all up with why we need to sell t-shirts in order to be stand-up comedians. And why I hate fireworks. All right here on episode 10 of This Comics Life. Let's check it out. Alright everybody, this is once again This Comics Life with your host, me, D. Williams. I am the only open mic comedian sharing with you week by week his pitfalls and failures and the reasons why I am trying to do (laughs) stand-up. I kind of went into third person and then I went into first person a little bit and then I did, uh, I don't know what I did, I I don't know. But thanks again guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys uh, and all of what you do. And that's pretty much uh, not much. All you do is pretty much listen. But I thank you very much anyways for doing so. Uh, This is, again, a really good mic. Uh, I would say a a combination of two open mics this week. Um, I talk a little bit about... uh, yeah, a, a couple of new things, and maybe bring in a, a, a bit that I haven't done in a while. Uh, it's not really the same. It's more of just a bitch about this hot chick that I met that bumped me instead of uh, letting me go on stage. So it's one of those things, but I'll get into that all once we hear it. But uh, yeah, it's been a, a pretty crazy week, obviously. Fourth uh, of July has just been around, and... Uh, Now it's the second half of the year, and as an American, I feel that it's all downhill, and I'm already looking forward to uh, 2017. (laughs) Let's just get it all over with. Like, Let's just uh, fast forward through this summer and get through the holidays already, and let's just get on to a new year, and let's get it on, because I'm already looking forward to uh, my New Year's resolutions that I'm I'm never going to (laughs) do. I'm already looking for uh, the taxes I'm going to have to pay in later rounds, too. Oh, man. 2017 is gonna be great (laughs) but yeah uh, that's why I also bring up yeah the 4th of July that's a a big reason why I I share with you my uh, fireworks story and this is an absolutely true honest to God story and it's not nearly as long as I uh, was gonna plan on saying it but uh, in this open mic you'll hear why I hate fireworks and and spoiler alert it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> but I do, uh, I should say that I um, am going to be trying a little bit of uh, new things here and there on this podcast. Who knows what's going on? I'm going to actually bring up, before we get any further, I want to bring up a new segment. And this is maybe the first and only segment, or maybe it's the first amongst a lot of segments to come. But I'm trying to figure out where I can get. Uh, where I can slip in Marvin the Martian, which is pretty much my best impression at this point. It's the, mm, isn't that lovely? I like that. I, I like the Deludium 3Q44 space modulator. Hmm. So uh, with that impression, I'm trying to get 
a reason or make up reasons for why he should be in these things or where I should put him. And I figured out, let's put him in love scenes. Let's make the quintessential love scene with Marvin the Martian. Now, you guys, if you guys like what you're hearing afterwards, you can send in your own uh, suggestions of where you want to hear Marvin the Martian in your favorite movies or whatever. But I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, let's just do this. I'm I, I'm kind of good with audio, so I'll just slip him in to our favorite love scenes. And I just won't even uh, tell you even more. And let's just get into that right now. This is... If Marvin the Martian was the lead in The Notebook, starring Rachel McAdams and Marvin the Martian. And action! Mm, interesting morning. Yeah, Bond's here in town. He's here? Mm, that's most upsetting. Yeah, we saw his car on the way at the hotel. I see you got my letters, finally. What are you going to do, Al? I don't know. We're back to that? Are we back to there? What about the past couple of days? That happened, you know. I know that they happened, and they were wonderful, but they were also very irresponsible. I have a fiancé waiting for me at the hotel who's got to so be you crushed when he to finds me, out what I did. And then you go back to your husband? Was that your plan? Was that the test that you had no, me pass? I made a promise to a man. He gave me a ring and I gave him my word. And your word is shot to hell like from a disintegration gun. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out when I talk This is to not about keeping your promise and it's not about following your heart. It's about security. What is that supposed to mean? Money. What are you talking He's got a lot of money. Now I hate you. You smoke bastard. Well, I hate you. If you leave here, I hate you. Haven't you been paying attention to anything that's been happening these past few days? I guess not. I guess I must have misread all those signals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you did. You're bored. You're bored, and you know it. You wouldn't be here if there wasn't something missing. You arrogant son of a bitch. Would you just stay with me? Stay with you? What for? Look at us. We're already fighting. Well, that's what we do. We fight. You tell me when I'm being an arrogant son of a Martian, and I tell you when you're just plain being a bitch, which you are 99% of the time. I'm not afraid to hurt your feelings. They have like a two-second rebound rate, and you're back to doing the next pain-in-the-ass thing. Hmm, just like a bitch. So what? So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. And we're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do it because I want you. I want all of you forever. You and me every day. Will you do something for me, please? Will you just picture your life with me 30 light years from now? 40 light years from now? What's it look like? If it's with that guy, just go. I lost you once. I think I could do it again. Hmm, that's a big universe. If I thought it's what you really wanted. But don't you take that easy way out. What easy way? There is no easy way. No matter what I do, somebody gets hurt. Would you just stop thinking about what everyone else wants? Stop thinking about what I want. What he wants. What your parents want. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want, goddammit? A Delirium 4th true space modulator? I have to go. No, 
don't know. This is most upsetting. Oh well. Hopefully she won't get Alzheimer's and I'll have to tell her this story over and over. That would be horrible. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that little bit. Uh, if you do want to uh, send in your suggestions where you want to hear uh, Marvin uh, act and perform and uh, reenact your favorite movies, uh, hit me up at thiscomicslivepod at gmail.com or go on to uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter at the D Stories or This Comics Life. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> hopefully that's kind of uh, dumb. <laughs> it took a little bit. You know, those things, like, that's the thing about, like, you know, movie and audio magic. You know, a two minute or a three minute bit, you'd think that doesn't take that long, but, you know, took me a few hours to just make that little bit. And, of course, I want perfection. I would, uh, you know, tell myself, like, that wasn't good enough. God damn it, do it again. Why are you yelling at myself? <laughs> anyway, so uh, what has been going on this week? Uh, just mm, pretty much same old, same old. Uh, I have been trying some new bits, some new materials, and... Uh, They've been not going that well. Like, a few things have been going well, but I swear, it's like almost like the first time I say it, it goes well. The second time I go say it, it goes really well. And then the third time I say it, it fucking fails worse than worse. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I think it's in the delivery. I think it's just like, I... I I bail on material like <laughs> just recently when I was uh, going on stage like the whole minute and a half was not going well and I had four minutes and so like during minute three I just gave up halfway through the material like it was through the the Game of Thrones bit and I didn't even get to the punchline which I probably should have just to like get through it but like no like a bitch I totally just quit and I just like just literally gave up and just stopped talking handed over the mic and just went eh, I'm over it <laughs> but I don't know why like I think it's just like I, I need to find a way where if they don't get laughs in the first minute just that's okay try something else try to just loosen up or try to just get into the moment more try to like maybe go away from the material for a second just you know get into something that's not what you were thinking about because the plan is not going well so instead of just going on with the plan try to change it up with doing something else <laughs> I think that's what I need to do. I think I just need to acknowledge more like when it's not going well and just go like, whoa, this is amazing. I can't I'm believe that I have never made you guys not laugh before. <laughs> or something to that effect. It's like, you know, sometimes right off the bat, it goes pretty, pretty gangbusters. You know, like it just gets a laugh. You know, you want to try to get that instant like punchline out of the first 30 seconds or so. And sometimes it definitely works. And then from there I can kind of get some momentum. But if I don't get momentum halfway through the set, it's like, Oh, all right. How do I turn this around? How do I, instead of it just going off the cliff even more. And I think that's what I'm trying to learn in these, uh, later rounds. You know, I will say, 
there was a guy that came out to me and kind of complimented me and said uh, that he liked my stage presence and he didn't think I was nervous or anything like that. And it was like, wow, that's amazing because I, I, I can't believe that I used to feel so nervous and now I can like, you know, exude this uh, confidence or this little bit of, uh, you know, comfortableness where it's not as uh, foreign to me anymore having a microphone and stuff. And I will admit, yeah, it is less and less, but I will say the audiences are a big factor. If there's like 40 people, that definitely changes the game. Or if there's like a lot of people... I almost think like now it's like easier to talk to like just eight people instead of like four people or I mean 40 people. It's like eight people. I don't care anymore. It's like, Oh, okay. If these people laugh, no big deal. If they don't, no big deal. (laughs) But if it's like 40 people, then I start getting nervous. Like, Oh man, I hope I don't make all these 40 people not laugh. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm sure that's just the, you know, name of the game. But I did talk to another comic recently, and I totally just didn't, like, think about it until after the fact. But I feel like a total dickhole jerk-off that, like, I think he was trying to tell me in a nice way that I was stealing a bit of his. And I totally didn't think I was because I, I just almost thought like I mean in retrospect when I look back at it I'm like oh yeah he did talk about a bit like this and I'm talking about the in question this bit that's a new thing coming up that I'll, I'll I was gonna play for you later that's uh the shit where you eat bit and he was talking about the expression shit where you eat and I personally don't even remember what he was talking about I, I do recall him talking about it or saying it but I don't recall like the bit itself so I I had this bit brewing and I I ended up doing it later and he saw it and then he commented that, hey man, that's like a a good bit or that's a lot like I was saying, uh, but it was way better. You know, it was like a complimentary thing, but he was acknowledging like, hey, I talk about that too. And I totally didn't even like have it come to mind. Like I totally didn't even think about it until like later when I was like, Oh man, was this guy trying to tell me like that I stole his bit or that I thought that like that his like, you know, that they were very similar to one another. And I hope not because dude, (laughs) I need to hit him back up and go like and talk to him about this because I think that I don't want to be known as like a guy that steals bits. So like, I don't know how I'm going to bring it up, but I'll just bring it up and say like, Hey dude, I'm a fucking idiot. Am I like stealing some presence or premise from this like am i are you talking about this because if you are and if it's like too close don't worry i will stop talking about this (laughs) and i only put it on the podcast once (laughs) but i know like and i'll say his name It it was brandon 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 so brandon i'm sorry if this if you're listening and this uh you know it's kind of ringing true to you and you do think that I stole it. I'm sorry, man. I'm totally sorry. Hit me back up and tell me and I will totally stop doing it. And I don't want to 
step on anybody's toes. And that's the thing. Like I got, there's plenty of other things to talk about. If there's like, sometimes you guys kind of think about the same thing. And then one of us says it first. See, that's why I think I'm going to do this podcast even more so because that's why I want to kind of put my stamp on like my jokes. Like, Hey, I said this first. So, Hey guys, it's uh, recorded and it's right there on a, so everybody can hear it in, even in its glory (laughs) or not glory. You can hear that. Uh, I said it first, and here's the timestamp. But that's just also, I mean, that's a small, uh, you know, benefit to this. But I'm just saying, like, there is a lot of, you know, talk about plagiarism and going over uh, people's jokes and and stealing and stuff. And I don't never want to be known as one of those guys. Like, I that's I want integrity. I want to, especially like when I'm coming up with like a lot of the same guys that I know, like I don't want to steal from them. (laughs) That's just downright stupid. (laughs) Like, you know, steal from somebody that's like completely not even on the radar or something. I don't know. But (laughs) anyway, I hope that doesn't happen. And I hope he didn't feel that way. So anyway, uh, let's get into the set itself. This is a, going to be two open mics uh, i'm going to kind of edit it together and it's going to be like a little four minute for four bits so uh yeah stay tuned for a whole lot more guys after this and we'll get into what happened and what worked and what didn't all right let's see what goes on put your hands together for daryl williams everybody all right thank you guys uh I was talking to a comedian, or a comedian uh, a couple nights ago, and a female, came, another female comedian came up to us, and we were chatting up, and you could totally tell that they were kind of flirting with each other, the male and female. And she walked away, and the guy, I, I asked him later, hey man, she was kind of vibing on you. You gonna like try to hook up with that? And he was like, dude, I don't shit where I eat. And I was like, okay, as a citizen of the world, like, I know what he's meaning by the colloquialism, but as a comedian, I totally don't understand why he would use that turn of phrase. Because isn't the whole point to shit where you eat? Like, I've been wanting my whole life to shit where I eat. Isn't that the whole point of, like, owning a home? Like, being a, a, a dwelling like a homeowner, like, I would always want to shit where I eat, and not only that, but like, it'd be so odd if like you ran into a guy, and you ask him like, where's your bathroom, and he just simply says, I don't shit where I eat. Now, I go up to the, com- the female comedian later, and I ask her, so, what was up with that, like, were you kind of like flirting with that guy, like, would you ever like, you know, think about dating him? And she just simply said, I don't date comedians because they're fucking retarded. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I I get that. That's a sensible answer. But I totally wish that I was a hot chick. It would make comedy, it makes stand-up comedy a hell of a lot easier. I mean, just think of the, uh, the possibilities. Not you, I mean... You're obviously a hot chick, so you don't have to think about it. But other ladies in this room, you can think about it. <laughs> but I, I, 
just want to be a hot chick because of the French benefits alone. Because, like, I was at an open mic earlier this week, and I totally was bumped by a hot chick. And it was at a, a mixed open mic like this, so it wasn't even a female comedian. It was a female musician, and all she was doing was singing covers of Bonnie Ring. But since she was a hot chick, everybody was loving it. Everybody was turned to the stage and just like, oh my god, do you see what amazingness is going on right now? She's a hot chick and she's singing Bonnie Raitt. And I go up and totally bomb and half the audience isn't even paying attention to me. Why? Because I'm not a hot chick. And I was telling a lot of racist jokes as well as maybe a few transgender jokes. I've... I haven't been doing comedy in a long, like a long time, maybe about four months, and I probably have had two or three people come up to me after a set and go, hey man, good set. And that feels good, but I've had at least 20 or 30 people come up to me and tell me, hey man, do you have a t-shirt? I fucking didn't know that in order to be a successful comedian, I had to get into the professional garment business. Like, what the fuck? Like, did all of you guys, you guys are mostly comics, did you all know that you're going to have to sell t-shirts for the rest of your life in order to, like, tell jokes on stage? Like, you can't just tell jokes. You have to sell t-shirts, too. I, I don't know why. People know. They've never asked me, like, hey, when are you coming out with the album? Or when's your podcast dropping? No, it's when's a fucking, when can I get a shirt? <laughs> I swear, like, I don't need to tell jokes. I need to sell shirts. I need to fucking stop doing what I'm doing and get into t-shirt making. Uh, let me bring up why I hate 4th of July. Because it just came up. And a lot of people think like, oh, you hate America. No, it's none of that. I hate fireworks. And only because I had a firework literally almost blow up my hand. And I'll make it short. And a couple years back, me and a couple of dumb friends of mine decided like, what better way to uh, make or celebrate 4th of July than getting a bunch of stupid Mexican fireworks and bring them over the border and have them blow up right in front of our house. So, we get set fireworks from Mexico and we come up to over the border and we decide that lighting it off one by one is not good enough. We need to light them off all at once. And we don't, no, we don't only need to use a lighter for all of them at once, we just need to use one huge flame which came from a sterno can right there in the middle of the street. Now, I had an M100 in my hand, which was not really a firework at all, it's just basically a quarter stick of dynamite. And so, long story short, we all light it at once, I get to about this stage, and then it blows up in my hand. Now, as the fireworks are going all off, I'm looking for my hand, while everybody else is like having a magical time, like, woo, wow, this is so beautiful. And so, in the end, while everybody was having fun for the rest of the night, I got to try to look for my fingers and figure out, oh, it's still on my hand. I guess I'll go to the emergency room now. Have a nice night, guys.
Now, that is immoral to all of you. Don't buy uh, fireworks from Mexico. Buy them from China. Yes, sir. Let's keep going, keep going, come on. Don't act like you're not impressed. All right, everybody. Wasn't that just a fabulous uh, eight minutes of goodness? I don't know. <laughs> but let's get right into it. The first bit was, uh, like I said, uh, was a new bit, and it was about the uh, shitting where you eat. And, yeah, I just thought about this, and maybe it was because I subconsciously saw Brendan do this bit about, uh, you know, this this premise and I just didn't even think about it or maybe I don't know like it just got the wheels turning and I just went off in a different direction I hope that's what it was instead of me actually just ripping off his whole print bit <laughs> but I, I do think like it is weird how like the expression like I don't shit where I eat and it's like uh do you live in a house do you have like you know indoor plumbing and a kitchen because uh that's kind of where shitting in where you eating <laughs> And I get it. Maybe it's like the vicinity. Like, you know, people wouldn't actually like, you know, shit where they eat. You know, they don't like actually, you know, eat on their toilets or anything. <laughs> but if you look at the animal kingdom, the animal kingdom definitely shits where they eat. If you literally opened up a dog food can or a cat food can and just dumped it right literally on their shit, I guarantee you they would still eat it. The dog would not only eat it, but eat the shit as well. <laughs> so he doesn't just shit where he eats. He eats where he shits and eats his shit. <laughs> He's taking it to a whole new level. And I'll have to tip my cap to that dog or dogs in, as a species themselves because that's pretty uh, crazy. <laughs> but I'm just saying it is odd that, uh, you know, where expressions come from and why people give each other rules, especially like within the comedy world, like, oh, I'm a comedian, so I don't date other comedians or I, you know, am a doctor, so I don't date other doctors and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why? Like, if anything, like, don't you want somebody that's going to know exactly what's going on in your life and can maybe help you out and like critique you in a good way? I'm not trying to say like... Uh, you should date only this certain, like, you know, uh, profession if you're that profession too. But I'm just saying, like, it seems like people shit where they eat uh, a lot more than not shit where they eat. If you look, if you think about it, if you look at every relationship, probably at least in the U.S., there's probably more people that are doing the same profession or in the same likely field you know they're maybe in a different department but they work for the same company or like something that's similar but not who knows but i think it's definitely way more likely and if you're looking at like you know growing up you always shit where you eat like how many times would you go on a date from a girl that was at your same school or that worked with you or did anything like or you know how many dates would you go on from a guy that, or a girl that was like from eight miles like down the town like this was before the internet where you could you know meet anybody you wanted but i'm talking about like before the internet how would you not like <laughs> find somebody that like literally like did the same thing you did and was around you like you know 40 hours a week <laughs> anyway uh i think it works it, it i hopefully can say it more 
please, Brendan, if you hear me, definitely hit me up and let me know, or I'll just talk to you uh, next time I see you at an open mic. But it would be cool to uh, say this joke a few more times, see if it can get some legs on it, and see what not, uh, see if it, you know, pans out. Anyway, but it it rolls into uh, hot chicks, and I'm sorry, but hot chicks, they annoy me so much not because they're hot i mean the the hotness is definitely like oh man i wish i could you know hang out with this girl or i wish this girl was uh finding me uh you know amusing or funny or whatever but um i definitely think that like there's so much like just gravitas and like pomp and circumstance all this stuff goes towards hot chicks and people do it just subconsciously they don't even know what they're doing but they just know like there's just different behaviors when it comes to hot chicks and like i said when before this girl went up on the mic like there was a bunch of guys on the bar and there was definitely people like around a pretty decent room but it was a mixed mic so there was a lot of different things going on so mostly music but Everybody that came on stage, nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared. They were still having their conversations. They were still talking. They were like barely even listening. And the li- and the music was definitely loud, but they're still talking over that. But as soon as this hot chick came on stage, everybody shut up. Everybody just went like, "Oh my god, we need to watch this. Who gives a shit what you're talking about, Jim? I need to see these tiggles fall on these uh, guitar. <laughs> just I just need to see these tiggles just get rested right on the guitar, man." This is going to be awesome. Who gives a shit what she's singing? Who cares what she's going to sing? I don't want anything. I don't care what she's doing. (laughs) I just want to see her. I just want to look at her. (laughs) I think that's the thing. Like, if I was a hot chick, I could literally go on stage, not say a single word, and just do a little turn and do a little (laughs) and I shake my little tush on the catwalk and on the catwalk (laughs) but no like maybe that's what they did with uh you know the 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 Miss America pageant to begin with like it was obviously like a bunch of dudes that were like let's just have them stand up there and just you know kind of walk and just they don't even need to really walk that much just have them walk to the center of the stage stand there and then smile and then maybe do a little turn (laughs) and then somebody came up probably another woman and said what you can't just have them stand there you gotta have them do something you know have them talk or have them play a a guitar or a talent or do something and then the guys begrudgingly went hmm well, what if they did it in a bikini? And then the girls went, well, okay, I guess that's cool. He can, sh- They can do talents in bikinis. And as long as they're doing something besides just standing there and looking hot. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of ugly chicks. A lot of ugly chicks are wanting hot chicks to become smart and to become more than just a hot chick. When I know deep down hot chicks just want to be hot chicks. And they want it. Like, here's the thing that I don't like, too is their passive-aggressive hot chick code. And here's a big case example. When this woman, and I'll keep her nameless because I still remember her name, but uh, she came up after the set was over, and yeah, it was not that bad, not that great, just kind of, you know, so-so. And uh, again, she was singing covers, so they weren't even originals. You know, you weren't even, like, putting yourself out there 
as an artist. No, you're just trying to be a singer, and that's cool. But I wish I could do that. I wish I could go up on stage and just like tell like George Carlin bits and old like Bill Hicks bits and have people go, "Wow, what an artist! What a cool guy that is!" I don't remember any of those. He covered some really good bits. No, people would be like, oh, that's Bill Hicks and that's George Carlin. What a hack. Dude, you need to just shut up and get go back on stage when you get your own material. <laughs> but nobody does that with singers. They're not going to say, hey, get your own material. No, they're going to be like, hey, sing somebody else's song that we know. <laughs> anyway, but such is life. So, okay, so... She comes off stage, and obviously another, as a performer, I felt like I needed to just say, like, okay, give her a little kudos, even though she bumped you, and now you got to go on afterwards. It's cool, whatever. And just as she was walking by, she said, or I I, kind of just casually said, hey, nice set, you know, hey, good job, blah, blah, blah. Nothing big. And then she comes back with me with this little gem. And here's the, the girl code. Okay, so she says, Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks. So on the surface, you think she's complimenting you. And you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. A hot chick just, a hot chick just said, you know, thanks or whatever. But here's what she is really saying. The translation is, Aw, I'm never going to have sex with you. Get out of my way. <laughs> thanks. But that's the thing. It's like, I don't need to hear you're so sweet or whatever. Like, that's like, such a, a, a brush off. Like if you were a real artist, if you were just a normal girl that wasn't trying to always think that like people are assuming that they're wanting to have sex with them every single time they make a compliment to them or to even just talk to them, they don't have to say that. Oh, you're so sweet. See, that's a hot chick saying, get the fuck away from me. And I know it's it's <laughs> and I know it. I am definitely going hip to the jive and going like, aha, see, you fucking god damn it. You just think that I'm like trying to hit on you. I'm just trying to say that you're like all right. And you know, yeah, obviously she's hot. I don't need to say that. I'm not trying to hit on her. And and it's just that's the thing. Like every hot chick, believe me. We're all not trying to hit on you. Yeah, we would love to fuck you, and we would love to have sex with you, and just or just if you just wanted to like lift up your top, I'm not gonna say like no, get that out of here. Yeah, but that's never gonna happen. So what is gonna happen is I'm gonna try to have a conversation with you, or at least just give you a slight com- compliment and say, hey, keep doing what you're doing. I guess I'm sure you're a lot more uh, popular than I'll ever be. <laughs> But that's the thing. I don't need the, you're super sweet. It's like, I just needed a, oh, thanks. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, the super sweet, like, if I was, that's not super sweet. It doesn't even make sense. Like, I just complimented you, and you said I was super sweet. Like, super sweet would be like if you just came off stage, and I literally went, hey, 
just to let you know, you were so amazing that I wrote a sonnet for you. And I also carved this sculpture out of uh, this wood I found in the back. Uh, just thought I'd let you know because you are so amazing. I mean, that would be when she could say, Aw, you're sweet. Because that is fucking too creepy sweet. Telling somebody, hey, nice set. And they said, Oh, you're super sweet. That's like, okay, that don't fly. You're just brushing me off now. And you're trying to tell me like, hey, by the way, you're not getting a piece of this. And it's like, hey, I didn't want a piece of that. I just wanted to say, all right. And then whatever. I might be reading into a lot of this. Who knows what's going on? But I need to get into this other bits. Uh, The other bits were kind of just a story that I had from back in the day of the fireworks, as well as just a a brief observation about t-shirts. I swear t-shirts are going to be like the death of me. I hate how you have to have a t-shirt in order to like make any type of scene on or make your mark, you know, on this uh, comedy scene. It's like everybody wants swag. Everybody wants like, hey, you're, you just told me jokes for 40 minutes, but can you have a, a t-shirt to sell me as well? Because I didn't need, I need to give you 10 more dollars. And it's like, okay, I understand if you're going to make money and that's the way to do it. Okay, fine, but I'd want more of a t-shirt for like the podcast or something like that instead of it being just me. (laughs) You know, like if I had a This Comics Life podcast t-shirt, that'd be kind of cool instead of having like a Daryl Williams (laughs) t-shirt. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the fireworks, that was definitely a very true story and it it was told a little bit different because I had to like kind of speed up a bunch of stuff but it did happen where we had some Mexican fireworks and we all decided to light it all at once on a sterno can and for some dumb reason I lit the wick about halfway down and as I pulled up my hand to throw it it just totally blew up right in my hand and I will say like most people can already assume it fucking hurt (laughs) I literally felt like my hand got blown off and I couldn't feel like up until my elbow. So as everybody's like, you know, running around and having a fun time, I'm like busy trying to find my fingers thinking that they're already blown off on the like ground of some sort. And it's going nuts. Everybody's calling the, like, you know, people are running around and then like the neighbors who totally heard the uh, illegal fireworks, they yell out, Hey, I've called the cops. And then like everybody scatters and starts running around. And I'm like, Oh, sweet. The cops have called like, good. Like the paramedics are coming. Like I need attention. (laughs) Like I'm glad someone like they're trying to like threaten it as like the cops are coming. You better get out of here. And I'm like, Oh no, sweet. The cops are coming. They're going to save me. (laughs) But that's the thing. So my dumb friends are like, let's bail, let's bail and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I'm hurt. I'm, I'm really injured. And they're like, yeah, so what? Get the hell out of here. Let's go. So we end up running back to my mom's house or my parents' house at the time. And then, like, of course, this is, like, really late at night. And, like, we're totally just on adrenaline and everything. And then, of course, like, my mom wakes up and she, like, totally is like, what's going on, guys? What's blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, instead of telling her like an idiot, I fucking say, oh, I burnt my hand making some spaghetti. And that's why I have third-degree burns everywhere on my hand and a bunch of cut marks. <laughs> that's why it looks like it, it you know, is not working. Uh, because of the spaghetti, not because I had a firework blow up in my hand. <laughs> and all my mom, in, that, in perfect 
nurse fashion because nurses, I swear, never help their own family. They'll get paid to help people, but they'll never help their own. <laughs> they never help their own family. If you if you have a nurse that's in your family and you call them up and go, please help me, I'm sick, they're going to be like, uh, go to a hospital and go when I'm not working. <laughs> but that's the thing. So in true nurse fashion, my mom just looked at me and went, don't make any more noise and go back to bed. <laughs> So I didn't even go to the hospital and yeah, like I totally had like third degree burns and didn't feel my hand for like two days and it finally came back and like I, I kind of nursed it back on, on my own and it still kind of hurts from time to time. Like, especially when I see a firework go off, I'm like, I get those phantom pains like, Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, fuck fireworks. But uh, 4th of July, that's all right. But anyway, guys, I've, uh, talked way too much so let's uh wrap this shit up all right guys thank you once again for tuning in to this comics life on episode 10 um hope you liked it uh this was definitely a fun episode to make um if you guys like any of the bits that i uh, were saying earlier definitely hit me up at this comics life pod at gmail.com or you can go to this comics life at facebook or instagram or hit me up at the d stories on twitter you can go to any of those times, uh, any of those things at any time. And, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, next week we will have our first ever guest on This Comics Life. I will have comedian Eric Escobar, my good buddy who actually got me into comedy. He was there the first time I ever did comedy, and he was uh, very instrumental for me doing what I'm doing right now. So I will have him on the show hopefully next week. And with uh, that, I'll have another five minutes from me, maybe another five minutes from him. Who knows what's going to happen? You're going to have to tune in to find out. So definitely do so. And thank you again for tuning in and tell a million friends because that's the only way I'm going to get popular. And hit me up if you guys want to see me doing stand-up in person at any of the open mics I do uh, throughout the week. Trying to hit up two... uh, on Tuesdays and two on Wednesdays, so probably four uh, throughout the week. So it's gonna be crazy. Anyway, let's uh, until then, let's uh, say good day and have a good one. Thanks again, guys. Peace out.